Good morning and praise the Lord, dearly beloved, and to the church in the house. God's word for today. We're reading from Job chapter 19, beginning in verse 1. Then Job answered and said, How long will you vex my soul and break me in pieces with your words? These ten times have you reproached me. You are not ashamed that you make yourself strange to me. And be it indeed that I have erred, mine error remaineth with myself. If indeed ye will magnify yourselves against me and plead against me, my reproach, know now that God hath overthrown me and hath compassed me with his net. Behold, I cry out of wrong, but I'm not heard. I cry loud, but there's no judgment. He hath fenced up my way that I cannot pass. And he hath set, set darkness in my paths. He hath stripped me of my glory and taken the crown from my head. He hath destroyed me on every side and I am gone. And mine hope hath he removed like a tree. He hath also kindled his wrath against me, and he counted me unto him as one of his enemies. His troops come together and raise up their way against me, and they can't round about my tabernacles. He hath put my brethren far from me, and mine acquaintance are verily estranged from me. My kinsfolk have failed, and my familiar friends have forgotten me. They that dwell in mine house and my friends count me for a stranger. I am an alien in their sight. I called my servant, and he gave me no answer. I entreated with my, him with my mouth. My breath is strange to my wife, though I entreated for the children's sake of mine own body. Yea, young children despised me. I arose, and they spake against me. All my inward friends abhorred me, and they whom I loved are turned against me. All my inward friends abhorred me, and all they that whom I loved are turned against me. My bone cleaveth to my skin and to my flesh, and I am escaped with the skin of my teeth. Have pity upon me, have pity upon me, O ye my friends. For the hand of God hath touched me. Why do you persecute me as God and are not satisfied with my flesh? Oh, that my words were now written. Oh, that they were printed in a book. That they were graven with an iron pen and led in the rock forever. For I know that my Redeemer liveth and that ye shall stand at the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet my flesh, yet in my flesh shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold, and not another. Though my reins be consumed within me, Here we should learn, as did Job, no matter what befalls us, 
we should not allow it to change our faith in our, or shake our faith in God. Even though sometimes people will turn away from you, please learn from this. Don't let your confidence in God waver because we have hope in eternity with God in glory. Sometimes the negativity we are confronted with and the ways we are treated by others is the divine requirements for their salvation as well as for for ourselves. Don't let your faith fail you. Nearly all men can stand adversity, but if you want to test a man's character, give him power. Abraham Lincoln. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Again today, let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus, the Christ, our risen Lord, we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory again this morning. We thank you, God, for the opportunity to experience this new day with the saints of our mind, activity of our limbs, and we just say thank you, thank you, thank you. God, we ask you again this morning to please be so kind as to forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word, in deed, or in thought. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We ask you, Lord God, again, as we embark upon this day to perform the tasks you set before us today, that we move forward, God, remembering, God, that you're God and you're God alone. Beside you, there is no God. And it is you that have chosen us, not that we chose you. And also that your word teach us and help us to understand that no man come to you except you draw him. So for those of us that have the baptism of your spirit, it was at your discretion. So we thank you, we praise you, we applaud you, we say thank you, thank you, thank you. We just say hallelujah, God, hallelujah, God, hallelujah to you, God, giving you the highest praise for the love that you have shown us, the love that you've shown humanity down through the years. God, how you've given us a plan of salvation. God, that if we will follow the instructions of this plan of salvation, we shall be saved. We shall be saved from this underworld generation. We shall be saved from the clutches and the pursuit of Satan, God. But we also know that Satan is very cunning and he's crafty, God, and he's out to manipulate the minds of people, particularly those that are still trying to be friends with the world, for those that are still spending their time with people that don't know you in the parting of their sin, God, because of of having advantage with certain people, God, or because of God just being able to, because for money's sake or for having something that some other people can't afford to have. And the enemy is manipulating people and taking advantage of them. But we know this morning, Holy Father, that you, God, supply us with anything and everything that we need. God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you glory. So as we embark upon this, as we we embark upon this day to perform the tasks you set before us today, we move forward, God, with the wisdom that you've given us. We move forward with the knowledge that you've been so kind to give us. We move forward, God, with the courage, God, that you've allowed us to have to demonstrate, God, the knowledge of the light of the light of the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ to those that don't know and don't know that they don't know God. Hallelujah. You've given us the wisdom, God. You've given us, God, the, the patience, God. You've given us 
the wisdom to know how God to approach people. God, as you allowed people into our lives, God, before you saved us, God, you allowed people into our lives that, that spoke to us about salvation, what salvation is. God, based on your word, we read the scriptures, we prayed unto you, and at your discretion, you baptized, baptized us too with the Holy Ghost, God. And we are praying and we believe in you this morning that as we go out, God, we're, we're going to impact the lives of others, that they too will seek you in sincerity and in truth. God, hallelujah, according to your word and as you've done for everyone else that you've baptized with the Holy Ghost, you're going to baptize them too. God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. But we want God them to help us, help them to understand, God, hallelujah, that we can't be dancing with the world, God, and, and be in the church. We can't be running with the world and be sanctified and holy. We can't do the things of the world and say that we are sanctified and peculiar. We can't go around God, hallelujah, doing God like everybody else is doing, falling away from the church, doing whatever they want to do. And because somebody of fame will say, the Lord said, or they say it in, in a nice way that kind of tickles the ears with certain words, God, and, and they fall away from the truth. But those of us that really have your spirit, God, and we know, God, that the enemy is on the prowl, seeking to kill, steal, and destroy, that we're going to hold fast to your word. We're not going to yield. We're not going to turn. Though we be persecuted, we're not going to turn back. God, even though we're ridiculed, God, we're not going to turn back. God, hallelujah. Thank you, God, because we know that every morning when we rise, you grant us a new bohosa. God, in the name of Jesus, you grant us a new opportunity. We, God, hallelujah, God, have a new opportunity to move forward. You grant us a refreshing from your presence. The Holy Ghost, God, is moving and leading and guiding us, God. Hallelujah. And this is what we want people to know, that when we share our testimony with them, that we thought we understood it too. We thought we had it together. We thought we had a name for ourselves amongst men. But when we came to realize, when you allowed somebody into our life that had really been born again, somebody that had the indwelling of the Christ of God, the baptism of the Holy Ghost, and they began to share with us how they too were in darkness. But when you, when they were able to uh, hear people talk about the gospel, they gave themselves over, God, and they willed their heart to you and you baptized them. And so the same thing happened with us and the same thing can happen with others. God, because many people don't know that they're still in darkness. They don't know that they don't know. And when you try, we try to help them. God, many times they, they turn us off. They don't want to hear what we have to say because they're satisfied with where they are because they have been able to amass and acquire a lot of material things in life. And they just feel like that to live the life that in, in simplicity, God, that you put in your word for us to live is less than who they are. God, but we know this morning that Saul was an educated man. Saul was a learned man. Saul was a man that had things. Saul had wealth. God, hallelujah, and he was persecuting the church. But when you decided to use him because of the tenacity, the drive that was in him to accomplish what he set out to do, God, you baptized him with the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, God, and he received water baptism in Jesus' name. And according to history, God, the recorded annals of history, God, that 
The apostle Paul was the greatest evangelist ever recorded in history. God in the man that tried to stop what he gave his life for. So we persevere, Lord. We know that we are in a fight and a struggle because people that don't want, that won't accept the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We know, God, that they're being led by Satan. And Satan is going to always have some answer to give them, some kind of wisdom to give them. But it's always contrary to your word. And it's always about flesh, acquiring things of the flesh. God, but we walk not after the flesh, but we walk after the spirit. Because we've learned in your word, and we want to help others to understand as well, that when we seek you, God, and your knowledge, God, that you're going to supply us with whatever it is that we need to be who you would have us to be. According to your riches and glory, God, you're going to cause people to put it in our life. For the scripture teaches us the unjust have laid it up, but the just shall put it on. God, you will cause people that have to give to those that are sincere and dedicated and committed to you. God, when the name of Jesus, hallelujah, we do what we do. God, we thank you this morning. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory because we know that you're going to bring us through all the adversity, the hardship, and the trials that you've allowed in the land. God, your wrath, your fear, your indignation because of rebellion, the disobedience to you, to your word, to your leaders that you put in the land. God, helping people to come out of darkness into this light that you have created for the righteous. We know God, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, God, many people have lost their livelihoods, God, because of following after the world and doing things that the world is doing. And they did not give heed to your word, God, the knowledge of the gospel, God, but when they find themselves, God, all torn up and things are lost and they don't know what to do, God, but I pray and I'm praying with them and for them and as all of us to really understand we are praying with them and for them, God, that they will repent and ask your forgiveness and at your discretion, you will restore them, God. You'll restore their livelihood. You'll restore, God, hallelujah, their self-sufficiency. Get them back on the right path in life. God, and even if it was not their fault, but their employers, God, that disrespected you and they lost their ability to keep their businesses open and the saints lost jobs, God, we know that you're going to just scoop us right up, and God is going to move us forward if you have to make us entrepreneurs. God, because we don't strive and live to be on social assistance. God, we live, God, to be self-sufficient. God, in the name of Jesus the Christ. So we know that you're going to do it, Lord, because we ask you for it in Jesus' name. We know, God, because there are many of us, God, that did not acknowledge you as your, as your word instructs us. God, for you to direct our path, and we went our own, our own vain imagination. God, and we messed up. We got things in disarray. God, but when we realize, God, that we allowed the enemy to lure us away with promise of things and of popularity and fame, God, and we realize, God, that these things will drag us to the lake. God, but when we cry out, Lord, please forgive me. I know better, I knew better, but I just got caught up in it. God, and whatever their cry is, God, when they repent, hear their cry, get them back on the right path in life, God, as they go forward, God, to demonstrate salvation, to demonstrate the power of the indwelling of the Christ of God, resisting the devil and make him flee. For those, God, that are sick and shut in, God, some that you, God, have allowed to be overcome with some disease, 
are some affliction God, some God because of not taking care of their bodies or overcoming some kind of illness or some kind of disease. God, but because they believe in you and they know to cry out to you in Jesus' name, for your word, let us know that Jesus Christ left it on record for us. Hallelujah. That whatsoever you shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. God, so we cry out to you, Lord. God, as the people in those sick beds and overcome with, with pestilence, with diseases, with sickness, God, with whatever it might be, spirits of infirmity, Lord, whatever their names might be. But when we cry out, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, God, you hear our cry, the cry for healing, the cry for deliverance, the cry for restoration of health. You're going to move by your spirit, God, get them out of those sick beds and back on their feet. God, hallelujah, causing God, those around them that were giving up and saying things that we just don't know what to do. God, but when their testimony is going to be, but they just kept on praying. And one day we walked in the room when they were up, looked so vibrant and smiling and got up and walked. And now they're out of the hospital bed. They're out of the hospitals. God, and they're just moving forward. God, back to their normal lives. God, and they're still testifying. Let me tell you what the Lord has done for me. God, we thank you this morning. We give you praise and honor and glory for it. We ask you, God, to strengthen the hearts of those that have lost loved ones. God, and help them, God, to look to the hill for whence cometh their help. As so said the psalmist, our help come from you, and you will comfort and console and strengthen like only you can. Turn every home into a God presence home again, I ask God this morning. God, because I believe that if people begin to pray, God, with oneness and with singleness of heart in their homes, you will turn things around in their homes, God, and their homes that testify that when they started reading your word together as a family unit, as they begin to pray as a family unit, God, you begin to turn things around in their life, God, and we know that you'll do it for anyone else, God. So move by your spirit where you hear that, God, that sincere, dedicated cry. God, hallelujah. When you hear them crying out, Lord, please save my son, save my daughter, save my children, Lord, save my spouse. God, and we know, God, that the spouse, the children are ripping and running in the street, being in, God, driven by Satan to destruction. But when you start praying and demand that they come into that prayer, in that home, God, and the, your spirit begin to move, Bosha, and driving out those spirits that control those children that control the spouses to make them rebellious and disobedient. And when they realize the peace, they're going to want to get out to the church house, God, and hear the truth in a greater fashion. And you're going to baptize them with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord. I just thank you this morning, God. I give you praise. I give you honor. And I give you glory, God, because these are things that you promised that you would do if we walk up right before you. You promised us, God, hallelujah, that there's no good thing that you would withhold from us. So, God, we know that if we follow your plan, so we ask you again this morning, God, every pastor everywhere, God, because you let us know through the prophet before the church was ever born, God, that you said that you would give your people, God, pastors after their own heart that would feed them with knowledge and with understanding of that knowledge. And so, God, as the preachers preach, God, help every one of us. Grant us a refreshing from your presence to give us more wisdom, more strength, more courage, God, more dedication, a greater commitment to the cause that as we preach and teach without fear, favoritism or compromise, God, hallelujah, we'll realize that our purpose, 
God, hallelujah, is to help people come out of darkness into this marvelous light of the knowledge of the gospel. So we're going to preach with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence because we know just like we were, God, people that are still in darkness because they're holding on to what granddaddy said and what grandma said and holding on to the tradition of men when they never really knew the truth. So open their hearts to receive the truth, Lord, we pray. So that on the day that the Lord Jesus shall stand in the clouds of power and great glory with the trump of God, hallelujah, God in the voice of the archangel, and when he shouts, so saith the scripture that the dead in Christ will rise first and those that are alive and remain on the earth that day will be caught up together to go meet the Lord in the air and shall forever be with the Lord. God, my prayer again this morning, and I know that everyone that understand the gospel for what it is, trusting you, God, and loving you as best they can. They understand it likewise, and we know, God, this is your promise, and you're going to bring it to fruition. But until that day shall come, we know, God, that you're going to continue to maintain our cause. We know this morning, God, we have the greatest confidence that you're going to continue to lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for, for your name's sake. Hallelujah. We know, God, that you're the great promise keeper, God. Hallelujah. God, and you're going to supply us according to your riches and glory and whatever it is that we need to be and to do the charge that you put upon us. God, hallelujah, you're going to cause men to show us favor, to do to do what you want us to do. You're going to cause men that have laid it up. God, they have these retirement plans and all these kinds of things. And they have already millions and hundreds of millions of dollars. And they're just sitting on it. You're going to cause them to give back God to help those that don't have, but they love you in sincerity. We thank you this morning. I thank you. And I believe that you're going to do the things that we're asking because we do ask it in Jesus name. Amen. And thank you, God. Good morning again, everybody. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem. Nothing is going to happen to you that God and you can't handle. Keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. So again today, you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.